Hello and welcome to Hampshire Hist Bites. Join us as we delve into the past and go on a journey to discover some of the county's best and occasionally unknown history. We'll be speaking to experts and enthusiasts and asking them to reveal some of our hidden heritage as well as share with you a few fascinating untold tales. Hello and welcome to Hampshire His Bites. This week we're joined by hosts Madeleine and Catherine. Every day we notice new things that we haven't spotted before and this was especially the case during the national lockdown. At the beginning of lockdown, Winchester Hodds spotted that there was only one Edward VIII postbox in Winchester and it sent them on the mission. What could you find that you didn't normally notice? Madeleine, our host today, started photographing boot scrapers outside front doors and Catherine soon took notice of door knockers. In July of 2020, Dinah from the Handwritten Letter Appreciation Society started a new hashtag on Twitter. This was the start of the hashtag Postbox Saturday movement. Every week, on Saturday, those of us involved now find our favourite pictures of postboxes or strangely placed ones and post them on Twitter for everyone to enjoy. This soon evolved into finding many different things. Make sure you include capital letters in your hashtag for those with sight disabilities and get into exploring. Enjoy the episode and we'll see you on Twitter. Hi, I'm Catherine Polly and I've lived in Winchester for over 25 years now. I'm currently the head of Winchester School of Art Library and have a really intense interest in the history of both Winchester and also of place. And this project really resonated with me. Hello, I'm Madeleine. I've lived in Winchester for 22 years and like Catherine, I have an interest in history and particularly social history. So I've written some books, local history books, one about the area of Hyde and also one about St Bede's School and also one about Theatre Royal Winchester. What we're going to be doing today is talking about post boxes and we'll tell a little bit about how it came about and why we're interested in it. This started, I think, back in May, wasn't it, Catherine? We started somehow looking at post boxes and photographing them. We did indeed. We responded to a tweet from Winchester Heritage Open Days that highlighted a particular post box and this just sort of set us off photographing them. That's right. It was a post box that was tweeted. There's only one Edward VIII post box in Winchester. And Heritage Open Days put up a tweet about it and said, does anybody know where this is? And I recognised it because a couple of years ago when Heritage Open Days had a quiz, it was in one of the questions. So I'd always remembered that the only Edward VIII post box was outside the Golden Lion on Alsford Road. And it was actually back in lockdown, Catherine and I both started walking quite a lot and we started tweeting different things to each other. So, Catherine, you started with door knockers? Yes, lockdown really started making me look at details and also walking different routes that I hadn't walked Mm. through the city of Winchester before and just started noticing details. So one of those was door knockers and the complete range of door knockers that were across Winchester. So I started recording those and photographing them and tweeting about them. I suppose what we're both saying with that is that we did start to notice little details. And although history can be very big in many ways, and we've got you know wonderful big buildings in Winchester, the Great Hall and the Cathedral, but sometimes history can also be about tiny details 
We'd both always tweeted to each other photographs of what are called ghost signs, which are old advertising signs on the side of buildings which might have faded over the years. So actually, when somebody tweeted first off about a post box, this was right up our street in more ways than one. It just appealed to us. And because we were out and about walking every day, looking at detail, and it gave us a form of communicating with each other, because, of course, we weren't necessarily seeing each other as much as we would normally have done. So we started photographing post boxes. I think we, well, certainly I started doing different routes that I knew would take in a different post box. And I think it started to become quite obsessive, possibly even a bit of a competition between us. And I think the more we started doing that, the more we started noticing both the different housing, whether they appeared in a a wall, whether they were standalone with a little roof of their own, perhaps, you know, if there were two together. I know a very early one, I noticed the two together that are on Southgate Street, which actually marks the entrance to the city. So through looking at the post boxes, you start to sort of see traces of history. Mm. And I think that was started to spur us on as well. Because we both lived here for 20 plus Mm. years, I began to think about things that weren't there anymore. So you'd say about two post boxes on Southgate Street, but there also used to be two outside the Discovery Centre on Jewry Street. And when it was redeveloped back in about 2010, the two post boxes were taken away while the refurbishment happened, but only one of them ever came back. Mm -hmm. And I've never known whatever happened to the other one. And you just begin to realise that this is living history because it's actually within our own lifetime that things have begun to change. And I think it started to pull other people in within the community. Certainly, I remember a picture, I think, that was part of the Mayor's Choice that had the post box on the High Street by the Buttercross. That's right. That also generated Mm -hmm. interest from people as to why that wasn't there before. And also... Questions were started to be asked about why post boxes were in particular places, why there were two together, Mm. for example. And also we looked at some of the other bits and pieces around that. So, for example, there's a post box on Hyde Street, which when we were putting together the Hyde in Living Memory book, we found an advertisement which said that when the collections were made from that post box, and of course they used to be collected from that post box something like eight or ten times Mm. a day, whereas now... Post boxes are only collected from once a day. Post boxes are never full. People just don't write letters in the way they used to. So it's a little bit of history, again, that I think in some ways I feel like I'm trying to hold on to because they will disappear if we all stop writing letters. And I think that link to letter writing was really interesting because I think a month or so into the project, a tweet went out from the Letter Appreciation Society Twitter account saying, oh, has anybody got any pictures of any interesting post boxes around the country? And I replied to that saying that Madeline and I were involved in this project in Winchester. And then a whole other community opened up around letter writing and post boxes and the idea of posting on hashtag Postbox Saturday, which we've continued. So every week now on Saturday, each of us put up a photograph of the post box And they don't necessarily have to be in Winchester. We've been lucky enough to get away (laughs) from Winchester for short periods. And so I did quite a few from Herefordshire. And Catherine did some from the West Country. And also I've challenged my husband that if he goes out on a bike ride and he sees a post box, he's got to tweet me a photograph of it. And so it's been a bit of a joke in some ways. But in other ways, we've actually really got into the interesting side of it. 
And of course, each post box, we can tell the era of it by the cipher on the front, which shows which king or queen was on the throne at the time. There are no post boxes older than Victoria. Although there was a post system of some sort, it wasn't an official one and there weren't boxes. Because I was thinking, I was actually out in Chawton and there is a post box right opposite Jane Austen's house in Chawton. But of course, it's not where she posted her letters. She used to go into Alton and there was a coaching inn where she would have taken her letters and somebody from the coaching inn would have taken them on the coach. So there's lots of bits of history in there that we haven't really even gone into yet. And I think that idea of the stories behind a postbox, I know that wasn't the postbox that Jane Austen used, but I think it's been quite thought-provoking and we've started to think about particular postboxes, not just in terms of their history or their ciphers, but in terms of personal stories. I know that when I went back home, saw my parents for the first time in July after lockdown and walked to the postbox that I'd always used as a child and started to think more clearly about memories and what that meant. And I know that, Madeline, you posted about one that you used with your mum-in-law. She lives just six houses away from a postbox, which, of course, is no distance at all. But these days, it's quite a distance for her. But she uses it as a challenge. She walks there with her walker to post a letter because letters are how she still communicates with people. And I stood at this post box and looked out. And actually, it was the view across the north area of Winchester was just lovely. And I thought, you know, I can really see the sense of achievement that she would have reaching that post box. But actually, something Catherine just said about post boxes of her childhood I grew up in Australia and we had post boxes too and they were red and you know they had ER on them and there was one just down the road from us. We lived in a house in a suburb of Sydney and I loved that post box and I loved writing letters so I had several pen friends and sometimes I would spend all day writing letters but in between each letter I would go to the post box. I would post each letter as I wrote it because that was what I wanted to do. It was the whole experience of doing that. And actually here in Winchester, I can tell you the times of the collections of all the post boxes that are quite near me. Because if I've written a letter in the evening, I know if I get to the one up on Hyde Street, it'll go first thing in the morning. Whereas if I've written it during the afternoon, actually, if I go to the post box down by St. Bede's School, then it will go sooner. But I think as well, obviously, we have the ones that are nearest to us or fit the particular time. But I think that we each have or have developed favourite ones Mm. through this project I know the one on Kingsgate Street that's Victorian, probably one of the earliest in the city, and that's set into the window is a favourite with mine. It resonates with me. I did a degree in Victorian studies, so the fact that it's Victorian and it's the earliest in the city, I really liked. It's one that became part of treasure trails or things that I did with my children to to find that one. One of my favourites is on the corner of Egbert Road and Dane Road in Hyde. And it's outside a building which still shows that it says the old Hyde Post Office. And when we first moved here, there was a little corner shop and there was a little post office inside. And now most of these little corner post offices have disappeared. And I was really glad when that was redeveloped that they kept the post box and they recognised that this was where previously the post office was. And there are various other favourites as well, which you just sort of like for different reasons. And I think interesting that you refer to that particular post box on the corner of Danes Road as being 
near the old post office because I think part of this project has also led Madeline and I down another track which links into something that Madeline said at the beginning about us both being interested in history and traces in the landscape and in the city that we've also been looking for buildings that are called the old whether that's the old post office which is where the link is with this project on Hyde Street again there is the old smithy so where a blacksmith used to be the other day I spotted the old mill and there are various others so again I mean what I like about them is that they are hints to the past they're telling us what used to be there because so many signs of what was there previously have disappeared and although particularly in Winchester we look a lot at our long ago history you know doing digs to dig up an old abbey or buildings that have now gone but actually there are so many clues around us all the time which If you look for them, they're there. The ghost signs do it. The names of houses do it. The names of streets do it as well, Mm -hmm. don't they? Staple Gardens Mm -hmm. in Winchester Mm -hmm. is to do with wool stapling and the market car park. Of course, it's called that because there was a market there. Mm -hmm. So all these things are all around us all the time and we just keep going. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about what we've been talking about, then please visit the website, winchesterheritageopendays.org. Click on Hampshire Histbites, and there you'll find today's show notes, as well as some links to more information. Thank you for listening. <laughs>